to the MR Running Pains podcast. I'm Aaron Saft, and I appreciate you listening, watching, being a part of this. Um, so this episode, I thought I'd go through um, packing your vest. Uh, I've got a few different vests here to go through. I don't have any affiliation with any of these companies. These are just ones that I've used time and time again. Um, so... You know, I'm just going to go through how to how to pack them, make sure they're fitting well, they're functioning correctly for you. You know, they they're going to serve you well out there. Um, my most versatile pack that I've used the most, and I just noticed probably needs a little stitch work, <laughs> is my uh, Solomon Advanced Skin 12. Okay, and it, hanging here behind me, the red one here. This is a super old advanced skin five. Now the numbers five and 12 represent the leaders or the capacity that your vest is going to be able to carry. So um, when you are investing in a pack, you have to think about how much gear do you need to carry? <laughs> you know, think about the, um, is there a mandatory kit? You know, are you doing something like UTMB, Western States, Hard Rock? What are the things that you possibly are going to have to carry? Okay. Um, the five is very versatile. You can fit a lot in this pack. I've used it for multiple 100 milers. When I stepped up to something like UTMB or Hard Rock, which, you know, could potentially require me carrying a lot more gear, I used the 12. And even still, something like Western States, where um, you know, I, I don't have to carry as much gear. I could go down to something like the ultra Spire Bronco vest. This is a pretty versatile vest and talk about the uses of each and, you know, potentially the drawbacks of each as well. Um, so again, think about the volume or how much capacity you need to carry, you know, your gear. Uh, that be, you know, do you have to carry pants and jacket and gloves and hat, um, medical kit, you know, all of this stuff. Really, there's, you know, there's only so much you could fit into the five liter without it busting at the seams. Okay. Um, the 12 is a little bit more versatile, obviously, because you can carry a lot more in it. You can still get a bladder into the five. Uh, that's the great thing. You can still carry, I've carried up to a two liter bladder in the five and you could potentially carry more if you wanted to. But, um, you know, as I said, the 12 has a lot more storage um, and capabilities based on the design where the bungee cords are. Um, so, you know, there's a lot more that you can add on to, to the 12. So a lot more versatile um, unless you're racing shorter distances, in which case the five may be totally fine for you. But for this video's intents and purposes, I'm going to talk about the 12 since that's that's what I use um, and I'm most comfortable with uh, for most of my races. Um, now, uh, some things to think about right off the bat. If you're using poles, uh, the um, a lot of packs come with some capacity to store your poles on the pack. Uh, the 12 has a bungee cord system. There is uh, bungees at the top and the bottom of the pack. Uh, and that's to kind of um, diagonally across the back. So, you know, going across this way, that will store the poles with those bungees in place. It will just hold it against the back of the pack. Solomon also 
and multiple companies are starting to make them now. They also have quivers. So you can carry your pole in the quiver and this attaches to the back of the pack. It's an accessory made to go with your pack here. Okay. So if you're thinking about carrying your poles, maybe try the pack first, see how it carries the poles, how comfortable you are with that, how comfortable you are getting them onto your pack and off of your pack. Uh, and if it's, you know, you don't feel as comfortable with that system, look into buying an accessory that could potentially carry the poles um, for you. Okay. So consider your poles and how you're going to store them. Um, some great options out there are they have belts now, even shorts now with loops that you can store your, your poles on. So, you know, those are options as well. So just consider them all when you're, when you're trying your, um, or thinking about buying your vest. Uh, when we talk about fit of a vest, so if I slide this on, <clears throat> my biggest thing um, is bounce. Okay, I, I don't like my pack to bounce much. If I'm wearing a uh, a bladder that carries a lot of fluid, that's a lot of extra weight, and I really don't want my vest to bounce much. So I want it to feel snug, secure. It should shouldn't be any room under the shoulders here. It should be nice and secure. You should be able to tighten it around the, the midsection. That should be nice and tight. The collar shouldn't come up too high on the neck, so you're not getting any rub here or any rub under the arm right here. Okay, Those are all potential chafe spots um, where you can get really sensitive if the, if the pack comes up too high on the armpit or if the collar of the, the back of the pack comes up too high as well, that will rub the back of the neck and get super annoying. Um, as well as right through here um, on the sides of the neck uh, where the collarbone is, make sure it's not gonna rub. So these are all potential spots, especially those that run shirtless or with tank tops or sports bras, You know, consider what the material on the inside is made of. How abrasive is this material? So all of these are rubbing points, right? So we don't want to chafe. I mean, you're going to be applying a lot of lube or trying to tape or something if you start noticing. So um, considering all of that is, is some, some vital things to think of. But, um, you know, making sure that it can secure. You can see on mine, I've got this bungee cord on the front. I can tighten it up and secure it so that it doesn't bounce much, okay? I've also got adjustments on the side. You can see the adjustment right here. So I can adjust around the, the midsection here. So um, there's actually, both sides have one. So I can secure it lower as well so it doesn't ride up or bounce much. So a lot of different adjustments. That's great in a vest is having the potential to adjust because when you load the pack, right, you may need to loosen this because of how much volume you're taking up in uh, in your storage capacity. So if I loosen this, I can so you can start to see it spread so I can get this looser, right? Um, and then that will allow me to have more gear. And then as the pack kind of shrinks, okay, as, as I start to use things, as I drink fluids, as I drink and eat um, and consume my, my calories, then I can start to, again, cinch things down to get it tighter so it's not bouncing as much. So consider all of the adjustability features of your pack. Um, the other thing that I like is I do love the elasticity. You can see the elasticity of my sternum straps. OK, 
Okay. The, they're going across the chest. I don't like restriction. There are a number of packs that have just a, a cord that goes across that has no elasticity to it. And that I just don't feel like I can expand. Like when I'm, I'm having a hard time breathing, especially when I'm climbing, I don't want to feel restricted across my chest. So I love when companies make it very elastic. Um, Solomon has a great setup. Uh, the Ultra Aspire, theirs, they do a very similar bungee system as well. So they've got bungees on theirs. Um, they they have a whole term for what they call their system. It's like the uh, Max O2. <laughs> the Max O2 is what they call it on Ultra Aspire. But um, the capacity for it to to bend, excuse me, and, and and stretch, that's like such a key function for me. I love the ability to just be able to to breathe and not feel restricted. So consider that as well. Okay. So just to review, make sure you've got a good snug fit on the shoulders, but it's not rubbing. Okay. It's nice and um, good space, you know, across the back here, away from the neck. So it's not rubbing. Um, the, the pack sits nice. Uh, you don't want it riding too high. Okay. If you have to um, cinch it too much across here, like in other words, if you're cinching like this, the pack is too big, okay? Um, you want it to have a little bit of space in the front. Um, if it's riding too high, it may be too small. So things to consider in your fit. Hopefully you can try on a pack or try on a friend's pack to see, you know, how does it feel? Uh, how does the sizing feel? Read the reviews, you know, read the reviews about what, uh, what are other people saying about this pack, you know? Um, and as always, as I talk about with, with footwear reviews, make sure that when you read these, this person is comparable to you, be it in gender, be it in size. Okay. That's, you know, those are things to consider. Um, you know, women, please read other, other reviews from women to make sure that, you know, this, uh, this pack is, is, you know, is great for, for your needs. Um, as well as, you know, um, size, right? So like if you're a taller guy, the packs fit totally different, right? So like it may come up higher. Um, I remember my Ultra Spire Revolt pack, they had to come out with the tall because they had a bottle pouch like right, you know, here. And so you had to try to grab the bottle from right here. And um, on the shorter, the normal pack, it rode way up here. So it was really hard to get. So you, I got the tall one so that it was longer so that I could grab. So, you know, things to consider when you're looking at your pack. All right. So read those reviews. Those are super, super vital to, to learn, uh, to learn from. Um, then think about your storage needs, right? So I've got a bunch of stuff here um, laid out that I'm going to kind of stuff in this pack. Um, some of it is, um, just uh, nutrition, um, some of it's safety gear, some of it may be mandatory gear, but you can get an idea um, for, you know, what I do and and why I do it. So, um, the, you know, the first thing, um, I, and, you know, this usually goes with me on every run uh, is be it my phone and I always carry it in the same pocket. So I know exactly where it is and I can get it easily. And it's this zipper pocket right here. So, uh, you know, whatever pack you have, have a phone pocket, know exactly where it is at all times so you can get to it easily. Okay. Um, when I go on my longer runs, I carry the, the Garmin inReach mini two. This is my safety feature. Obviously it's not on right now, but I turn it on. 
So my wife can see where I'm at. She can go online and follow along, make sure I'm okay. If I had any problems and I don't have cell phone service, I can get a message out. So Garmin InReach Mini 2, um, I usually store it in this pocket right here, just like it was kind of like a satellite tracker. Um, a lot of times if you're wearing your spot tracker, it's up on this shoulder. Same kind of thing here. I try to have a pocket or something that I can attach right to here. Okay, so up on the shoulder, good reception. Okay. So um, those are my two safety items. Now, along with that, a lot of times in races, um, you're going to have to carry, you know, uh, especially longer races, some kind of electronics. Okay. So I usually have an electronics bag. Uh, and depending on what time of day it is, is how accessible I make certain things. Okay. Um, I, I, and here, what I have, and I'll just kind of take it out to show you, um, this is my backup lamp. Okay. So this is the NU25 that I've done a lot of talking about, um, I've had guests talk about it, but, um, you know, just a little backup headlight, super lightweight. Um, I've got the goal zero, I think it's called the flip 12. <clears throat> oh, this is the flip 24. Um, I have a, a smaller one, the flip 12. It's half the size of this one. So picture this cut in half, kind of like a lipstick container. Um, this has obviously my phone cord on it already attached. Um, but if I need to charge my phone, you know, I have that capacity. If I need to charge my watch, headlamp, whatever. Um, I also bring the cord for my headlamp batteries. So that I can be charging those. If I'm in a super long race, um, I'll also bring my watch cord. Um, but usually, I'm, you know, my, my watch lasts plenty long enough. Thank you, Koros. <laughs> um, and as well as a backup battery for my headlamp. So my headlamp that I go to, this is the Swift RL um, by Petzl. I really like this. I love the fit, the feel, the function. It's got a lot of, you can, I mean, go up to 900 lumens. I don't use it in the brightest mode most often because I, I have my belt that I wear as well, but I, I bring a backup battery for the Swift. Now, again, if, um, if I'm going and I know that I'm leaving an aid station and I need my headlamp, I'm going to make this accessible. So I usually put this, if I need it accessible, I put it in the other zipper pocket. So across from my phone, that way it's readily accessible. I know right where it is. I can grab it. Okay. And the, the rest of my electronics, I usually carry a few different bags just to keep things dry. <laughs> um, I'm kind of a organized freak in that way. That way things don't get shuffled around and jumbled in my bag. I can just pull out a bag and I know exactly what's it, what's in there and where it's at. So yeah, this one, I usually store in my back. So I'm going to take this off for a moment. And then there's a zipper pocket on the back here. And I store it in there. Now, along with that, I store my, my rain jacket, my rain shell. Okay, my rain shell usually goes in there. Um, and if it's forecasted for rain, or I know I'm going to be super sweaty. I usually put this in a bag as well. I may put it in like a gallon Ziploc bag and just kind of suck all the air out and stick it in here as well. Just so I know my jacket's dry um, when I need it or when I want it. So that, that usually goes in a Ziploc bag as well. Um, I also store back there. Um, this is my emergency blanket. Um, some races require bivy, whatever. 
I stick that in that back pocket as well. So that's all going in the back. So got the batteries and the electronics, rain jacket, as well as safety blanket. Those are all going in the back. Okay. Last thing that, um, well, depending, um, extra fluids. Um, this is, you know, extra, obviously it's tailwind. So if I'm, um, you know, going between aid stations and they're not stocking what I'm drinking, I usually carry an extra one in case, you know, I'm not going to see my crew and I need to refill my fluids. I've got those. So those are going back there as well. And that's why I like the 12 because I can stuff a ton of crap in here. It's awesome. Okay. And then last safety feature, this goes with me on all my long runs. Um, I usually have it in my pack just in case. Sometimes I fill it. Sometimes I don't. Just depends on where I'm going, um, how much water there is. But this is the um, the Solomon XA. Um, it's it's their, their filter. Okay. Um, you can see this one's brand new. Still got the wrapper on it. <laughs> so this isn't the one I usually use, but this is my backup. But this will go in my pack no matter what. I bring that with me on all my long runs. So my Garmin, my phone. And, and that are usually with me on all my long runs as, as precautionary. Okay. Now, um, other, other things for the back, obviously, if you're carrying your bladder, okay, you know, bladder is going to go, um, into the, the most, um, the pouch that's closest to your back. Um, so, um, that's when I, I usually, if I'm on a long run, um, I'll use a bladder. Um, a lot of races, I go with bottles, depending on how long it is in between aid stations and how long it's going to take. Um, I may carry an extra bottle in the back there. Um, but, um, you know, if, uh, if I'm doing bottles, obviously, um, with this setup, I like a little bit better because it gives me a little bit better weight distribution. I get a little bit more weight up here versus, you know, everything that I've put in back there. Whereas if I throw my bladder in there, you know, the, the, it's, it's kind of pulling me back a little bit. So just be careful. The weight balance, you know, in your pack is very, very important. You don't want it to be changing your form too much. In other words, we don't want it to be pulling us back, nor do we want it to, you know, pull us forward. So we want to find that balance where you feel comfortable in your normal position rather than it creating you to lean back or lean forward. Okay. Um, so, um, that, you know, that's, I would say also something to consider is what is the capacity of the vest? Some vests aren't great at carrying, um, bladders. Okay. So if you're a person that likes to have that capacity, make sure that you take that into consideration when you're buying your pack. Okay. Um, so next thing that I store, I'm just going to clip me back up real quick. Um, okay. Uh, food. Uh, oh man, there's, there's a lot of, of food that I like to have a diversity of calories. Okay. So one side of my pack, there's these nice drop-in pouches here on either side. Um, I, I like to have my fructose based. This is, you know, this is spring. This is one of the ones, the awesome sauce. This one, I, this one of my staples. So I like to have the fructose based gels on one side. And then I take and I put my glucose-based gels. These are goo roctanes. I put them on the other side. Then I've got my chews, okay? Um, these are scratch. Uh, they're they're glucose-based, so I put those as well with my glucose-based gels, okay? So 
Um, those are my main calories. Okay. So I know exactly where my main calories are. They're super easy, accessible. Um, my pockets on my shorts, that's where I carry my trash. So when I get into an aid station, I know to dump my, my pockets. When I get home from my run, I take out my trash. I look at, okay, how many calories did I consume? Make a note in my log. I consumed, you know, at 35 minutes, I had 180 calories at hour 10. I had a hundred calories, you know, just whatever it was, I kind of go through it right. You know, as soon as I dump out my pockets, so it's fresh in my mind. And then I talk about, you know, I pull out my bottles or my bladder, see how much I drank and, you know, how many calories were in there, all that, you know, that's, that's all, you know, done when I'm done with my run. So, but when you get to your aid station, good to dump out your trash. Like I said, I just stick them in my shorts pocket and then I can just hand it to the, the volunteers or my crew and done with it. All right. Uh, lastly, I have, um, these are my bonk savers, um, literally a bonk bar. Uh, I love bonk bars. And then um, the power bar uh, chews here. So the power gels, uh, these things are like gushers. Uh, my favorite is the cola. It does have caffeine, um, but uh, these are a lifesaver. 210 calories in this packet right here. And then, um, gosh, forget bark, bonk breaker. There's uh, 260 calories. So it's either one of these, or if it's not too hot, I'll carry a Snickers bar. Um, it, the combination uh, of the two of them together, over 400 calories, oh, closer to 500 calories, actually. And this is like a bonk saver. So if I'm ever in that energy depletion where I'm like, oh my gosh, I am bonking, this is my go-to, right? So um, this, uh, again, you know, wherever you're comfortable storing it, um, I typically store it over here. If I don't have my headlamp, even if I do, it goes in there. So I've got my headlamp and my bonk saving um, energy <laughs> calories in there, uh, in this envelope pocket, the drop-in pocket, that's my glucose. And then in this pocket is my fructose. Uh, I like kind of just going back and forth between the two. So I may start with a fructose. Next one would be a glucose. Okay. So um, you can read all about the science of <laughs> fructose and glucose and you know how your body digests it and such but i like to mix the two i find that it, you know i get a nice kind of even ride because uh you know again mixing the sugars um the, the science behind it is um that they're two different sugars so while you have a fructose uh, you're digesting it. If you add a glucose on top of it, you'll digest both because they're separate sugars. The body recognizes them as separate sugars. Whereas if you took a glucose and then another glucose, your body's still processing this glucose before it can get to this glucose. So, you know, the idea being if I have two different ones, then my body's processing both at the same time. So I'm kind of getting this constant energy source. That's the idea behind it. Okay. So that's, that's where I store my food. All right. Um, Let's see. Um, we talked about the bladder. We talked about the bottles. Um, talked about weight distribution, um, nutrition. Specific. Um, so um, other things, um, you know, if you have uh, mandatory kits, right? Um, the A lot of times they don't check. But what happened at UTMB and why I became so obsessive with where I put my stuff is because at UTMB, the volunteers actually asked me to pull out certain items. And um, I like in my, my tiredness, it started at 6 p.m. And 
the volunteers asked me at like down at 2 a.m., 3 a.m., you know, where is, the, you know, they pointed to pictures on a table and I had to pull them out and show them. And I, you know, I, I couldn't tell you where they were. I honestly couldn't. So I started making a system and that's why I have spots for everything. I know where everything is. I can grab it. Right. So uh, I'm very comfortable with my pack and knowing where my stuff is. Cause I put it there every training run. So every time I go out for a training run, a long run, whatever it be, I, everything goes in the same spots. That way I'm practiced at pulling out my phone. I'm practiced at pulling out my glucose, right? So I know where everything is. So, you know, you may carry other things. It's just knowing where to put them. Where do you need them? Should they be readily accessible, right? Um, I know that I don't need, um, I won't need you know my battery most likely. And if I do, I can just take off my pack and kind of, you know, set it up. So that's why I put that stuff in the back. Uh, again, like I won't need to be um, probably doing my tailwind out on the course. I'd probably would do that at an aid station. So that goes in the back. Um, jacket, I have to take off my pack anyway. So, you know, um, there's these the reasons why, I, you know, I'm, I'm thinking through where things are. So do that process. Try to plan out where's things going to go. Where are they most useful to you? Okay. Um, and again, where is the best weight distribution? Where does it feel most even? Don't feel too weighted one way or the other. Feel comfortable. Okay. Make sure it's not rubbing when your arms are swinging. You're not getting too much bulk on one side. This is starting to bulk up a little bit, um, but it's you know it's still comfortable. Make sure you're not getting too much weight. You know on either side either. Okay. It's not just front to back, it's side to side. Make sure that one side is not heavier than the other. So take all these things into consideration. Um, and then um, <clears throat> I'm going to talk a little bit about um, my thought process behind the, uh, the Bronco. Um, so um, this vest is wonderful. This vest is, I love, like I said, I've used this time and time again. Love this vest, uh, but it can get hot. Okay. Some people cut away um, specific parts to make it a little bit more breathable. Okay. They, they kind of, um, you know, if there's something that's not needed, it's, it's extra padding or something that, you know, potentially um, is, is not needed. They may cut it away, you know, make a modification to the vest. Um, so in this vest, I'll show you, I had to make a modification and it wasn't necessarily uh, because of, of how hot, uh, you know, or, or extra material. It, well, in some ways, I guess it was extra material. If I turn around, you can see that red flap right here. Okay. That right there stuck up much higher. And when I put my neck back, it kind of hit back of my neck, which as I talked about on the other pack, can get super annoying, right? So if you're kind of leaning back and, and that's nicking you in the, the back of the head, it's, it's, it's just, not cool. So what I had mom do, <laughs> mom's a great seamstress. She, um, you can see the stitching. She stitched the flap down. I, I had her fold it over and then stitch it down so that that wasn't popping up. Now, my understanding is it was just easier to slide the hand in and grab an extra bottle. Good thought process. Like I understand the the need and want to, to make it more accessible in the back so you could reach in. You had Kind of a guide right to reach your hand in but like i said it was just really annoying me so it's not to say that just because a pack comes the way it does that you know if, if it's not right you can't modify it 
or fix it to make it if you really like the pack like i love the potential behind this because of how breathable like when you look at how breathable this mesh is that's what i'm looking for at something like western states because what i can do and my thought is the um ultra spire comes with the um the more like plastic um harder plastic flasks i can freeze a flask and so when the temperature heats up i can put that against my back and and cool my back and then have two water bottles up front as this melts, I can switch that out if one of these run out and then I can drink off of that. So just planning ahead for Western States and the heat, same thing at Vermont. Um, you know, there's most of these races, I'm not going to need such capacity because of how frequent I see the, um, the crew and, uh, you know, how short a race duration it is. Whereas something like Wasatch, I'm going to be out there, you know, potentially a lot longer. So, you know, something like the, the Solomon will probably be more up my alley. Um, you know, I, I know not everybody has the funds to, uh, to get two packs. I understand that. So in that regard, pick the one that's going to serve you the best, right? Um, I, I'd probably go and be safe with the more volume because, you know, you don't want to be stuck with something minimal and you just can't fit your gear in there and makes it uncomfortable because you can't get what you need into your pack. So I would always go up in volume rather than sacrifice minimalism. Um, you know, I learned my lesson um, in uh, Old Dominion. When I raced Old Dominion, it was hot. I tried using that Revolt pack that I talked about. It only had capacity for two bottles. It was just way too hot. I was going through my fluids way too fast and I was just, I wasn't getting enough fluids. I started getting uh, dehydrated. I was losing a lot of weight. So, um, you know, my suggestion, make sure you have the capacity to carry more. Now with this pack, I have the capacity to carry two of the bottles up front and potentially two more bottles in the back. So I have, I can get up to four bottles in this pack. So this one has a lot of fluid carrying capacity. It also has a lot of storage capacity. There are drop-in pockets on the sides um, all the way around the waist here, as well as drop-in pockets just below the bottle holders. So lots of storage capacity in this. So, you know, I thought about that um, in, in using this. Um, now I can't carry a lot of mandatory gear in here if I'm carrying all those items. So that's where this has its limitations. So, you know, again, when I look at races that I potentially am going to need some gear, um, this would probably not be the best option. I'm doing a 50 mile race coming up here, April 1st, and this will probably be a great option for that for, you know, for shorter races and those hundred milers in which gear is not, you know, so much of a necessity, like, you know, a good option. But again, if you can swing only one vest, go with the higher capacity vest. Okay. And that may be something like I pointed out earlier, the, the Solomon advanced skin five, that's a great, great option. The 12, as I said, it, you just can't beat the capacity on the 12. It's got such great, um, carrying capacity. So, um, those are, those are my thoughts on packs on fit function, uh, storage. Okay. If you have questions, don't hesitate to reach out. I hope that helps. I hope that gets you thinking about things and planning how to pack your vest. Um, really hope you enjoyed the episode. And until next time, keep running, my friends.